0: Don. it's gone away. On Thurston behind one, gone away. Prince puts a kick in. Sailor will score. Wendell Sailor scores in his farewell appearance. Now he's got the didgeridoo going. <laughs>
1: what a great game! That's the original indigenous or all stars game. Well, this guy's one of the OGs himself. He is, and he's joining us now. Uh, Scotty Prince, welcome to sports day.
0: Good afternoon, boys. How
2: are we? Oh, we're excited. You we'll put s- the grubber in for that kick too, Princey, for Wendell. Yeah I, was very,
0: yeah, I was very lucky that it uh, the bounce It was a room service bounce for him. And yeah.
2: <laughs> the big fella did well. He was he was almost
0: full tilt, bending over. Nave. I was waiting for a to go, but he was able to <laughs> pick it up cleanly and score in the corner.
2: And the tri-celebration, Princey, the picked up the corner post mm. and played the didgeridoo. Was that all discussed throughout the week as tri-celebrations? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think it was. I know I wasn't a part of it because I sort of went back the halfway looking for, for for the water bottle. But I turned back <laughs> around and I looked back in the corner and yeah, big Dell just on the dig and everyone was shaking a leg around here. It was funny, actually, it was pretty good. Princey, it must have been an honor to be
1: a part of that first game.
0: Yeah, mate, it was. Um, you know, just sort of casting the mind back. Um I just remember Preston talking about it, uh, just talking about how how what an amazing experience and um I guess, a pinnacle of rugby league in terms of representing our mob uh, in regards to the Indigenous All-Stars up against the best of the NRL. And um, it was just a dream of pre- prestos. And all of a sudden, you know, going through the right channels, um, you know, it a reality. And to be part of, I think, the first four of those was, yeah, certainly something special. And um, yeah, definitely uh, count them as one of my um, moment, great moments of my career, anyway, representing uh, the Indigenous All-Stars.
2: Princey, during that week... Are there a lot of players that come into camp that are proud Indigenous men but don't know a lot about their culture and then throughout the week they learn so much more about their culture and the ancestors and where they're from?
0: Yeah, exactly. I think that's a big part of it. Um, uh, it, It's not only just the game itself and, you know, that's just a special bonus at the end of the week. But it's all inclusive as far as, like, um, you know, there's a youth summit, we get it. I think 100 Indigenous kids from around Australia come over to do a youth summit, leadership camp and so forth. But in, in particular, the players, you know, it's an opportunity to get together and, uh, you know, do, do cultural workshops and, and sort of looking back at the history and finding in a bit about, you know, the individual um, you know, tribes and clans that you're from. It uh, certainly starts that, I guess, starts that, um, that journey for, for, for each of us. You know, like we're all in different parts of our journey, knowing, you know, finding out who we are where we come from and more about, um, you know, our history from that sense. So it's a really, really good cultural learning experience and footy's just the, the icing on the cake at the end of the week.
2: Now, the war cry, and I apologise for not knowing the, the real name for the war cry because I know there's there's hundreds of, of war cries that come from different tribes, but the one that's performed on the night and that iconic image of Gi standing in the middle when all the players drop down to the ground. Who decides is that that the player that stands in the middle? What's the process around deciding who was that player and why is it the player that that is gi was that first player?
0: I'm not exactly sure uh, in regards to you know why gi was the the chosen one. Um, I'm guessing it potentially would be the captain, but uh, I wasn't going to wasn't going to argue with him anyway. Put it that way, but um. <laughs> Uh, as far as, as far as the war cry, the war dance is concerned, like um, it, it's something that sort of, you know, back in the day, it wasn't, it was not a part of, I guess, um, you know, like we don't normally do war cries as far, as far as tribes and clans are concerned, it was more a gift giving and exchanging of gifts. So I think the war cry is more a combination of, um, you know, representing and, and uh, sort of a spectacle for, for the crowd more so. Um so it's, it's trying to encompass all all the clans and all the tribes. Uh, you know, as we know, there's quite a lot in our in our in our proud country. So it's really hard, and it's um you have to incorporate all of those. So it's it's they're really difficult. But I uh, I just think, and as far as you know, collectively the choreography of it all is it's it's a really good shape shape piece for you know, for the evening, and uh, it certainly scares the consumers out here, especially when GI stands out of that crowd. Mm-hmm.
2: Sure. Yeah, exactly. Now, a lot of stars have pulled out because of the workload over the, the World Cup. It's been a busy 2022. And even though there, mm. there are a lot of stars that have pulled out, you've still got your Selwyn Cobos, your Cody Walkers, and your Latrell Mitchells and co. It's also a really good showpiece to try and allow some of these young players we don't know a lot about, but we end up knowing a lot more after this game?
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I think I think it's an opportunity and a platform for um, you know not only superstars of a game uh, to, to to be on that um, that platform, but certainly some of the, the youngsters, as you mentioned, Sats and also uh, some some guys that have been you know given the opportunity from you know some other indigenous games, you know whether it's the Koori Knockout, also the the, the Queensland Murray Carnival as well. So. I think you'll find, um, you know, there's potentially one or two that are involved uh, that played, you know, in the State League up here um, in Queensland, which are given, given an opportunity. So I'm really looking forward to, to those guys, how they, for one, you know, hold themselves up against some of, the, some of the superstars of the game and, you know, just for them to enjoy the week first and foremost and go out there and, and do their best, you know, representing, representing their mob and the All-Stars.
1: Princey, you have got a new role this year. You're going to be the uh, the Brisbane Broncos NRLW head coach. Uh, given everything that's going on at the moment with the CBA and and the NRL and the Rugby League Players Association, have you had much yeah. time to chat to the girls? And how are they? How are they feeling?
0: Well, currently at the moment, it's um, you know we're just in in idle. I guess you know, it's like all the clubs as far as the NRLW is concerned, we're just sitting waiting for these negotiations to. Uh, sort themselves out and so we can do what we, we love and that's that's coaching and play some football. So, kind of at the moment, um, you know, just talking with the girls, uh, you know, obviously, player managers now, they're um, certainly um, in and around the, the women's space now. So, yeah, we're basically talking to them and hopefully, you know, we can hold on to what we have at the club and, and add a little bit more, you know, to that roster and, and make us bigger and better for, for 2023. But, Currently at the moment it's just all in idle, you know, and just waiting for for a contract to drop so we can instead of just walking, we can actually put pen to paper and start to develop a squad and put this squad together so we can really focus on you know the year ahead and more so give the girls some security in and around their contracts where they're going to be you know for the next you know six, six to eight months because that's that's where it's at at the moment. Isn't it? it's sort of gone from a four week uh, four week comp where you know the girls can get away for for those you know, six to ten weeks, including their their um their preseason, and and now it's sort of like six to eight months, and they have to really seriously think about where they want to play. And you know, some may have to move into state and that's a big move for them.
2: Are you confident it's going to work itself out in plenty of time to to prepare, Princey?
0: Um, I'd like to think so, mate. I, I think you know, from reading between the lines, it's it's not far off. Um, you know, there's almost like they take two steps forward and three steps back, you know, just reading in the paper. But, I mean, as far as as far as far I know, it, it seems to be going ahead okay. So, will, will, will it give us enough time? Yeah, I think so. But, yeah, as far as the NRLW seasons are concerned, but at the moment, you know, they'll play their domestic comps, both at Harvey Norman and New South Wales. And I think BMD kicks off in a couple of weeks here in Queensland. So, the only thing is, it's just, a, you know, the overhanging headache. Mainly for the players, you know, first and foremost, but certainly for the clubs, you know. I think once, once the the CBA negotiations are done, uh, they sign off on that, and then we can open up the gates as far as contract contracting these girls. It, it, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a bloodbath as far as I like, could be having phone calls galore trying to get the you know trying to get the squads together.
1: Princey, now that you're a, a head coach, does this mean you've given up your uh, touch footy? Career and your junkets. So I see you on every weekend. Oh, doesn't he love a junket? Uh, <laughs> oh, doesn't he what? Uh,
0: I would say junket. Like, like, at the end of the day, it's something that I've really enjoyed. Like, I'm, I'm pretty blessed, in, you know, as far as like I'm still able to run around the park at, at the ripe old age of 42, 43 in a couple of weeks. So oh, stop it. Um, still still hold my own. I enjoy it though. Yeah. So like you know, some guys love playing golf. Uh, you know, some got like you know other hobbies that they're really interested in and. You know, touch footy for me is, is um is a real real hobby something that I love doing, but also keeps you fit as well. Um and not to mention it, it actually um keeps me in in, uh, in you know in a, in a in a space where I can still keep an eye on a few uh superstars of the game coming through. Anyway, I, I remember Taryn Aiken playing in the in the junior state cup and she comes through and now she, you know, she's obviously a the five eight for the Gillaroos and also unearthed um Tamika Upton through the touch football range as well. So it allows me to, to keep an eye on that, keep the ear to the ground as far as the, the next up-and-coming, both men and, and women's
1: player. Answer that like a head coach, didn't he, say? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so political. <laughs> Princey, uh, <laughs> we love you, mate. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get to have a beer with you again at Magic Round. That's not going to be too far away, is it? What's that, May? Magic uh, Round? Yep. Yeah, so, mate, that'll
0: come up real quick. Yeah. yeah, so um, no well that was part of the deal, me coming on today, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, was back, so looking forward to that. We can't afford to entertain uh, you,
2: I've mate. just I've just, te- <laughs> as we're talking to him, I've just oh, texted him me. the name of a gun girl, twenty-two year old on the Gold Coast, Australian Aus tag player.
1: There you go. Yeah, Princey, get onto that
2: okay, recruiting for you, go. Princey. I'm when when recruiting you f- for you. Yeah, when you, f-
1: that,
0: thank you very much.
1: When you finally get a comp, make sure you give her a call. All right. <laughs> Scott Fritz, we look forward Hopefully, so. fingers
0: crossed.
1: We look forward to the All Stars in New Zealand this weekend, mate. Uh, we appreciate you reminiscing and thanks for being on Sports Day.
2: Thanks for listening to the podcast, and don't forget you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, six PM or five p.m. Queensland time.